Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. I'm having a bad week, folks. It's hot, and there's no football. There's no football at all. There's nothing happening. It's it's the off season. It's already late May, and we got two more months of this crap of the biggest news story being a D-list free agent signing a one-year deal to be a backup on some crappy team that we don't care about. It's terrible. Anyway, with me as always is Sam Gresses the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. Go go back to, to last week's episode and that episode we did like six months ago. If you don't get that, get that hot ref, that hot deviantart.com ref. We should we should get right into it because I, I'm wondering if if our guest this week knows about this because if he if he doesn't this is something we could do at the very end of the show. We actually have a new guest on the podcast this week. Uh, we wanted to go for a little bit of variety for once, and with us this week is a smart person we have kidnapped to be our podcast football slave. Uh, this is University of Georgia professor of computer science, Doctor Shannon Quinn. Welcome to the show. You didn't tell me he was a doctor. <laughs> kind of pulled me off the street so so you're not a doctor you just he is just introducing you i as one. i i am the doctor i am a doctor but to steal a line from someone way smarter than me i'm not the kind of doctor that helps me. <laughs> so no sam please don't show him your lump uh, take well, that to a different doctor i know it's been worrying you yeah but you, you have to show someone else i talk about it every week after the podcast and dave has to hang up the Skype call and I just <laughs> it got it, it did it did and I'm I'm very afraid because <laughs> you know because I'm a freelancer and and healthcare is an issue, which is why I ask my podcast co-host all of my um very very incredibly personal uh medical questions about about my bumps and growths and uh, warts and itchy spots. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what crowdsourcing is there for. I mean, this podcast is just a backhanded way of you, you know, circumventing the need. For I was yeah. Care. See, that's the thing is it's very, very affordable healthcare. Is is what I've got right now. It's <laughs> I like, wouldn't say it's good healthcare. No, but it but it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Marginally better than just googling. Buddy, it's be- It's better than expensive. And bad healthcare. Look, which... Sam, if you're going to keep asking me these questions, I'm going to have to start charging you a copay. Ah, uh, boo! At least, at least one dollar for every weird mole. <laughs> that's that's actually not bad. All right, All right, so everyone knows now that Sam doesn't have too many weird moles. <laughs> a very informative podcast. If, Excellent. Listen, hey, if you have a weird mole, though, like actually. Actually, time get that checked out if you haven't while you still have health care. Uh, you know, always never it never hurts to be safe. And if you do have a weird mold, uh, there are plenty of sort of chemicals and stuff that you can buy at a lawn store that will take care of that problem so that they will stop eating your plants. Isn't that what essential oils does? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> really, really starting off with a bang here. <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. Let's get rolling. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show, Shannon. Um, since you Thank since you knew, I I kind of wanted to ask uh, all of our guests like the first time, like, what is your fandom story? So, what are you a f- who are you a fan of? What are your teams? Well, as a resident of Atlanta for twenty years and now Athens, uh, both in Georgia, BT. What a great city. Um, yes, uh, long time Braves fan, Falcons fan. Don't really care about the Hawks. And as a result, I am very, very used to having my heart shattered. But nonetheless, I stick with my. I was going to say, even if you were a fan, like if you were a fan of the Hawks, that's that tracks there too. <laughs> yeah, well, more recently than anything, but yes. Um, also, a Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket alum who is now working for University of Georgia. Go dogs. Um, that's Do you ever feel like hardcore conflict of interest whenever you're just walking through and you see the bulldog logo everywhere? <laughs> it's a constant balancing act to uh, show off my school pride and the fact that, you know, we won last November. Okay. So okay, but... you know, I have I have the following year to, to gloat about it. But at the same time acknowledging the fact that 
Georgia pays my my bills and I can't really harp on that too hard um, but I do have Georgia Tech stuff all throughout my office I drink coffee out of a Georgia Tech mug every morning um, I show all my visitors particularly the undergrads the Georgia Tech banners and the Georgia Tech degree hanging on the walls so you know I try to keep it reasonable and by reasonable you mean you rub it in everybody's face <laughs> you're, you're totally that guy in the office you are i, I respect that, that. you know you're deep in enemy territory yeah. and i respect that hardcore well it's funny that you know most of my, the time i deal with faculty and grad students and they don't care that well right but normally faculty and grad students are all like their their loyalties are right elsewhere. exactly it's it, it, there aren't i mean it's not all just people who are there for undergrad which is when you yeah. that's where you get your football fandom from exactly right? exactly um and i also actually went to high school in atlanta and so when i went oh. to college at georgia sure. tech there were actually quite a few players on the team who i knew from playing football in high school and so it kind of further intensified that sort of personal connection to the team and that's why I have to be obnoxious about it at work <laughs> that's fair um, I should probably tell you this story because uh, it is is relevant uh, to you Dave when Dave told me that you were going to be on the show I was waiting to, to tell this story to you for the first time should I should I brace uh, myself well maybe uh, but my first my first college football game this was not my my parents now live in atlanta this was before they lived in atlanta we were down there for i believe it, it must have been thanksgiving and it was also my first time um in athens georgia so we were we were in do you, do you know about do you know about the year oh god i cannot remember the year but i do i i remember a couple things and this will allow you to place the year Okay. Because we were in Atlanta having a great, it was a great Thanksgiving, uh, surrounded by family and friends and, and love and uh, gratefulness. Even some enemies. And yeah, well, right. It's Thanksgiving, so so there's always that. But that weekend, we all piled into uh, into the Ford Windstar and and oh, and made God. the trek. Okay, so... So late nineties, early yeah. 2000s. There, there you go. So we 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 made the trek over to uh, Sanford Stadium in Athens, and we spent not long, about an hour or two, just kind of like walking around Athens, Georgia, walking around the campus. If if you've never been to the University of Georgia campus, it's beautiful, and that's not just me saying it because I'm I'm I, a Bulldogs. I fan. will absolutely agree I with mean, that. It's the it's a quintessential college town. It really it really is. You have you it, not only not only do you have all the wonderful college shit, but you have the Forty Watt Club, which is one of the best music <laughs> venues in America. It's legendary. Either way, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we went to we went to Sanford Stadium, and it was sunny and beautiful right when we got there. But within twenty minutes, it started pouring rain. Uh, and we were all we were all fine. It was cold, uh, but we were happy because this was it was a football game, and this was mine and my brother's probably first college football game, maybe first football game that we had seen live. Um, and we were going to see our Georgia Bulldogs uh, have a rivalry game against the Georgia Tech uh, Yellow Jackets, like. And we were so excited. We were so excited. We we got like four tickets right next to each other. We were kind of in the nosebleeds, but it wasn't that bad. We could see, uh, we could see everything. Um, but you know what we we could see most of all, Shannon. Mm. Calvin Johnson having about ten thousand receiving yards against the Georgia Bulldog defense. Well, if Calvin if Calvin Johnson was there, then that means it must have been later it, in the in the. It aux. was it was probably two thousand. I want to say it was around two thousand five, like give okay. or give or take. Probably like probably like two thousand around two thousand three two thousand five. It was heartbreaking. It was <laughs> fucking 
heartbreaking. And we'll, we're going to get into this later because um, I'm usually on this show, and Dave can attest to this, I'm usually the one who's like, college football is actually good. And he's like, I don't pay attention to college football. NFL, baby. And now you're on the complete like opposite side of the spectrum, right? Um, but that, that's some, one of the things that I kind of appreciate about college football. Uh, <laughs> my dad, who grew up a Dogs fan, like... <laughs> Taking taking his family to to their first Georgia Bulldogs game and they just get trounced because Calvin because Megatron has a career day. I I will always always remember remember that. And I haven't been to Sanford Stadium since. I don't think I've seen. I, I don't think I've seen. I've I've gone to see Georgia Georgia Tech games at uh, Georgia Tech because it's. Well, it's convenient to get to. It's like right in the middle sure. of the city. It's really easy. But I, I haven't been back to Sanford Stadium since. I don't think. Shannon, mm-hmm. did you actually mm-hmm. play alongside Calvin for any year? No, unfortunately. Um, or at least he wasn't in the same region. Um, so I was in Region Five, which I think now is Region Six, which is kind of the DeKalb, North Atlanta area. Um, and so, actually, Reggie Ball, UGA's greatest quarterback, was in uh, was also in the same region. Ah. And I say UGA's greatest quarterback because the I think the only reason Georgia Tech was even remotely competitive with University of Georgia while Reggie Ball was Georgia Tech's quarterback was because we still had Calvin. Sure, Johnson. sure. Um, otherwise, it, I mean, it was already embarrassing enough, but I don't know if I would even now be able to hang up Georgia Tech stuff in my office. That's, that's fair, but you always, even when Georgia seems to be the better team, that game is rarely, rarely a blowout. And yeah. you, oh God, was it like three years ago that like double overtime game that, that Georgia Tech won? Well, the one last year was also double that's overtime. That's true. Like this past yeah. Thanksgiving was also double yeah. overtime, and it was just, I was there, and it was phenomenal. I was that guy in the stands, surrounded by Georgia fans, That's and it was just wonderful. That's something, like, you have rivalry games, right, in pro football, but I it's different for college football. I don't think, the, the rivalries, for me at least in pro football, they don't have the hate. I, I really I just don't think they do and that makes it I'm serious that makes it more fun going up through Georgia Tech every what was it well we had a student newspaper as I'm sure every university mm-hmm. does but the Monday or the Sunday before the annual Georgia Georgia Tech game uh, well one we called it hate week sure good um, and two the student newspaper would have a special edition the to hell with Georgia edition which was nothing I kid you not the entire newspaper was dedicated to running satirical <laughs> stories about the University of Georgia that's great I listen that's I appreciate perfect. that well the, the there needs to be yeah, more things was, like that I, in I general yes yes the and also the rivalry name if you're not aware the uh, the the Bulldogs yellow jackets, rivalry game is called clean old-fashioned hate it's so it's so that's, good that's pretty solid it's i don't know really if it's good. No, i don't know if it's the civil war good but it's pretty damn uh, good okay yeah yeah no fair mm. fair the, the civil war is uh oregon and oregon state yeah and i think that's a really great that game. one that one is really good and that game is also always pretty good yeah the beavers finally won for the first time in a long mm-hmm. time last year mm-hmm. and all the Ducks fans who have sprung up in the Portland area, thanks to the Chip Kelly years, all <laughs> just, oh, I guess we're going to go back to what we were before Chip Kelly, which was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Ray, Ray really appreciated that. He uh, he roots for Oregon State. So Why does Ray root for Oregon State? Uh, family stuff. Sa- I mean, same reason I root for the Bulldogs. Uh, okay. Okay. I will, say I'm, I'm, I will say I'm a little biased from the get-go because going up through high school football uh the coaches hammered on us quite a bit that we had to well i'm sure in every football program you have to excel at the fundamentals if you expect to be competitive in any stretch but they would consistently say you don't want to be like those players in the no fundamentals league 
Oh my god, really? Oh, wow. And so it was just hammered on us from a very young age that the NFL sucked and you wanted to go to a big, get a scholarship to a big D1 college. Wow. Uh (laughs) That, That seems like a very southern sort of football mentality. And that is probably where the bias comes from. It is a very, you know... The South isn't. Quite yeah, the South like is more Texas. college. The South is college oh, yeah. football, and everywhere else is NFL. Well, well, you get well, yeah, you yeah. get the South, but you also have pretty much the entirety of the West Coast is college football too. I, I, eh, I listen. I don't know you about live that. there. You live there, so you'd be able. Yeah, to... Yeah, and I'm disagreeing with you. Fair. You you can speak to that more than <laughs> I can. I think recently, definite. I don't know. The San Francisco 49ers have always been huge. Mm-hmm. The Oakland Raiders have always been huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one gives a fuck about the now Los Angeles Chargers. Oh God! But they, even when they were San Diego, is no that one where really they are now? Yeah. I totally forgot that that happened. Jesus, I did honestly. Uh, on the West Coast, it's pretty much. Oh wait, 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 wait Dave, Dave. I really love their logo, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually sure what logo they're going with because they they, they had that and then they no. walked back immediately after Twitter spent a day dunking on them. Here, let's 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 look it up. We have we have. The I think internet. they we decided the to just sort of like stick with the other the way it said Chargers before, just with Los Angeles instead of San Diego. No. No, it's the, it's still, it's not the LA. It's still the Dodgers. I don't think the logo, internet's even sure. It looks like is it the Dodgers colors or did does it still have the I, altered color version? I, I, I don't. Is it is it light blue and yellow or is well, it dark here, blue and white? Here's the thing. White? It's actually this is actually re- I am I am looking right now and it's very hard to tell. So. Google image. You have a very is, bad monitor. Is is not helpful. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying is is is. The Google image results for for this are all the original bad L.A. Dodgers looking. The internet's not. The even internet sure. really isn't isn't sure. I'm like looking at on news things, and it's like from January. Los Angeles Chargers changed logo for the third time in two days. Well, that was the last time that they were popular. That's the last time anyone cared. As soon as they moved to L.A. and scorned all the fans and they did the stupid logo thing, it's just like they dropped off the map. I'm, because I'm, nobody wanted them. Do, LA are they just not going to have... Diego's just bitter. They what just... if they just wear nothing but all just all white? They don't have a logo, nothing. It, it looks like uniforms that they forgot to, like, paint. You, you, <laughs> I, I, I know you're saying that as a joke, but I'd actually really kind of be into that. <laughs> If they're the LA Chargers and they just come no. out in all white and don't have an emblem <laughs> on their helmet, I and feel like that would be a way for Dean Spanos to save money. Would just not <laughs> just, just just get the uh, the material straight off the line before it gets dyed or painted or decaled. I want this. Well, isn't isn't that what the practice squad jerseys are? They're just the the, the white jerseys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but these wouldn't those. even have numbers on them. Oh, I want Maybe this they to take a sharpie now. before the game. They just take a take a sharpie and they just draw their number. And they they wear that uniform the whole season. They don't even wash it because the Chargers didn't want to spend on laundry. So by the end of the the season, it's like green and brown. I would love I would love that if if the Chargers did that. I would root for them. Hell yeah! That's yeah. That sounds pretty amazing. That'd be dope. <laughs> So, Shannon, I wanted to ask you another question, and this is sort of a follow-up to last week, but I don't know if you heard the very sort of the beginning of that, but I would like to ask you where you were when you saw Janet Jackson's boob. Oh, God. Because everyone remembers. I was, afra- I was afraid you were going to ask mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a freshman in college at Georgia Tech. I was walking through the freshman dorm, because, I mean, the game was on, obviously, in just about every room. Um, and because it was halftime, we were all just kind of, we were going in and out, sort of moving between groups, just chatting about whatever the first half was. And I think I was somehow in transition. I was walking from one room to another, and I heard a few shouts in a couple of rooms and ran back in and kind of went, what? Did something just happen while Justin Timberlake was singing on stage? And everybody was like, oh, yeah, there was a boob. It was definitely a boob, and it was definitely there on TV for like a split second. 
And I said, well, I missed it. Oh, well. But, I mean, it's not like it didn't then show up everywhere after the fact. I learned this after re- re- uh, to- talking about it last week when I did a comic on it, and some people mentioned this to me. I didn't realize, apparently that was the inspiration for the creation of YouTube. Wait, what? The guy, I the guy who created YouTube too. was frustrated that he couldn't find an easy way to find a video of Janet Jackson's boob. You, that's, that's what not inspired real. him to make YouTube. No, yeah. apparently that's like straight from the source. That the guy who I read that in one place and also wasn't entirely convinced, but Janet, I don't know. Jackson, I don't know. Boob. YouTube. <laughs> You're looking this it is up not right get, now. This is not going to get me the right. Oh, and actually, no. Well, Forbes, Gizmodo. Damn, that's real. Holy shit, that's real. Wow. One of the greatest media, uh, internet changing wow. websites ever was inspired by that moment. How crazy is that's that? That's really, really crazy. Wow. That's something that's not well known. No. I feel like I should more well known. I was going to say, I feel like that that is something that. Like, I should have known. Matter of fact, I host bar trivia on Tuesdays. <laughs> this is going to be a question tomorrow. Perfect. Shit. What was the inspiration? Yeah, for like, YouTube? what? What? No, what? No, um, no. Or what, what? What popular website did Janet Jackson's wardrobe <laughs> malfunction inspire? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what the question is going to be. So if, 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 well, I host on Tuesdays and the podcast goes up on Wednesdays. So, uh, you can't even cheat. That's even. That's perfect. So yeah, that's perfect. Good, good, good. That's amazing. Excellent. I mean, it's it, and it's come. It comes up in some form every year. Yep. Around the Super Bowl. Yep. How is that? Wow. And that piece of news somehow isn't coupled. We have so much to thank for that. That stupid, terrible moment. Well, it was a bad. It was a bad halftime show. It too. was. I don't remember anything else except that. I remember being bored, and that saved it. I'm, I'm basically. I'm looking at who, the oh geez. So, the it was, uh, I mean Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson were the headliners. I think. Well, who who yes who was yes, the were. headliner? I think it was Justin Timberlake. Was I think it was Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson was sort of in the middle of a comeback attempt. Yeah, so she was there and for a lot. This of pretty the much tanked it. She she pretty like this incident. I think killed the comeback. I don't think she did anything in the popular eye after this. Other other artists who appeared on stage, and this is 2004, mind you. So Britney Spears yep. was there about two years oh. after everyone stopped caring about her, and that's I think that's generous. Uh, Nelly, <laughs> Nelly, who to be who to be fair, I think Country Grammar was around two thousand like two maybe two thousand three, mm-hmm. so that that's relevant. Uh, P Diddy, who was who's definitely a little bit past his his era. Was he P Diddy at the time? Was he still Puff Daddy? No, it was P Diddy. He was P Diddy. Okay. Uh, and hasn't he changed his name again? I think he changed it back. Uh, I, I I don't keep track of P Diddy's Daddy Puff name. Daddy 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 Puffs, Daddy Puffs, the creepiest breakfast you can buy. I would probably rank it somewhere in the bottom third of our cereal rankings. D- Daddy P- Daddy Puffs. Yeah, still better than Corn Pops. Oh God! Please don't ever make me say Daddy Puffs again. We All right, whatever you say, wrestle boy. I was about to say we were you were we were talking about like how how there was a major wrestling pay per view this weekend that was very good, and I like maybe we'll do a wrestle boys segment on the podcast. And now we're we got wrestle boys and daddy puffs this this week on intentional sounding, a podcast that you should listen to. It def you definitely won't be on any lists. Probably. Anyway, Kid Rock was at that show too, and he's a trash human. Oh my god! Oh, I do remember. Kid he Rock he played cowboy, and, and I really liked that song. And I, you know, I I still kind of do, even though I know that I should. I was hoping that we would talk a little bit more about college versus NFL, but before we get to that, we should mention the two, I guess, sort of stories that happened sure, this sure. week that were basically sort of existing. 
the biggest thing that happened for me was Ryan Fitzpatrick found another job. He is now going to back up Jameis Winston on the Buccaneers. Okay. So if you're a Bucks fan, I'm sorry because we know the Ryan Fitzpatrick curse mm-hmm. is get signed as a backup. The guy in front of him gets hurt. Yeah. Always, always gets hurt. Always. Always. Brian Fitzpatrick comes in, plays real well for a few games because he's trying to like make his mark and trying to get the job, and then he he sort of gets the starting job, and then he turns into a pile of crap. And the player that he replaced is never the same. Any promise that that player showed ha- is basically gone. It's it's empty. He replaced. Um, J.P. Lossman on the Bills, who at the time was still young and possibly a decent prospect. Nope. Nope. He got Fitzpatrick. He replaced Carson Palmer on the Bengals. And this was post-surgery, so Palmer was already kind of iffy. But then Carson Palmer went kaput and went to the Raiders for a couple seasons where we all sort of forgot he existed before he ended up in Arizona where old people go and had a decent season. He also did it to Geno Smith. And I, uh, I think he did it to Ryan. Ma- was it Ryan Mallett in Houston, or was it before that? I don't remember. He did it to someone in Houston too. Anyway, basically, if you like Jameis Winston, he's going to die at some point this season, and you're going to watch Ryan Fitzpatrick play kind of well for three weeks, and then you'll miss the playoffs because he decides to turn into a pile of crap. See, I'm okay with this, mainly because in 2014 Georgia Tech played. Florida State in the ACC championship. You know who was Florida State's quarterback, played like absolute shit, and still managed to win. He really stole that crab leg from you. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. Yes, he did. Well, okay. Yes, he did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I still... Do you have any opinion, Sam? I, I, I do. I do because I... I have hated Florida State for a long time, too. They're the one I, ACC team that, cons- well, up until yeah, recently, with would consistently win. Mm-hmm. It's like, come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. join the rest of the conference. Really, and, and suck. Sucking. You need to suck. <laughs> suck more. Daddy Puffs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's I, what the name is going to be. It's going to be Daddy Puffs, and no one's going to click on it. Daddy Puffs. Please don't, don't. Well, people will click on it, Dave. People will click on it, and then we'll have an entirely new listenership that I I don't know I'm if I'm prepared to cater to. I so my my feeling on this is like I I try not to talk about Jameis Winston because I I just like. Oh, he's such a good quarterback. Oh, he's such a good leader of men. He's a fuck. I, like, I still think he's a fucking scumbag. I don't. Yeah. I, it's kind of the problem with Winston. Like, he is pretty much everything you want out of a quarterback, except he's also a rapist. Yeah, except for the rape part. So it kind of it's, it's a pretty it all, important you know? part, right? You, I would like yeah. you. I would really like rooting for you, except you're a terrible person except, and you got away with it because you're, the city was because you're good at football. You. Like yeah. that's that's the problem, and so I, I guess that's that's my whole feeling, and that's kind of why I like clam up when when I talk about Jameis Winston because it, it's just, it's kind it's not right that he has a job in the NFL. It's not right that that he is able to 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 move past. That 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 the that the language that we use for Jameis Winston is move past a mistake when he has permanently altered the like someone else's life. Do you know about that Onion article? I always think about this one Onion article whenever I see uh, Ben Roethlisberger or Jameis Winston brought up, and I'm it's uh, NFL player has miracle season to proudly overcome rape he committed that's literally but that's literally what the nfl media I know. does it's so depressing because it's true it's not even an onion like I, remember I, when roethlisberger made it to the super bowl against the packers oh the year after God. the whole allegation thing and they were painting it as this redemption story yes oh i won it's, the super bowl uh, that nullifies the rape it's fucking depressing and it's it's you think You'd think that that with a 
a viewership that includes millions upon millions upon... It's not... Fucking, the NFL is not and has really never been just, like, only dudes like football. That's, a, that's like, a very sexist position to take. And if, and if female viewership isn't strong enough, it's because of shit like this. Yeah. Right? Well, and it's not... It's not restricted just to the NFL. Well, that's true. Right? No, that's very true. It's and not just an NFL problem. We live in a patriarchal society that for for a little while, at least while my sister was still in college, she was a political cartoonist for the UGA mm-hmm. newspaper. And there were a couple years where in the off season something like 10, 15 UGA players were getting arrested in between seasons. And she had some sort of political cartoon. I can't remember the exact details, but it was along the lines of there are enough UGA players in prison to, you know, make their own team at this point. The longest yard. <laughs> yeah. Ex- except full of, you know, scumbags. We are comparing it to an Adam Sandler film. So Also, the other, the other thing about that was, and this is something because I was following the team at the time, you... They didn't get the redemption story because whenever they were arrested, um, they were kind of like kicked off the team. I can't. Did that happen under? Yes. Mark yeah. Mark Mark Richt remember. was was kind okay. of a hard ass about that. Um, and okay. and the the shame was he was a hard ass not just about the actually bad stuff, but he was like, oh, you you smoked the marijuana this one time, you're fucking cut. And you, you were caught and you went to like you went to prison for it because the the drug wars are terrible and bad yeah you're cut but he, like, but he did it but he did it all without ra- ever raising his voice. yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> without ever raising his voice or really ever motivating anybody um <laughs> but 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 so so while it wasn't a redemption story right UGA was able to spin that as like we keep our team in line right like we are leaders of men and we don't tolerate we don't tolerate this kind of conduct no 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 our players like we kick our like if our players go to jail we fucking cut them and then that's it and then they're not on the team anymore and we get to spin it as like a good thing for us that we cut this player and didn't actually help him out you know and then they just go and join another deal right exactly then they transfer to Auburn which that that has always blown my mind that that is actually a Jesus. thing that happens. Jesus, G-fucking-zus. Um, another, so I mentioned at the very beginning that being an Atlanta fan means that your heart gets shattered uh-huh. a lot. This isn't, this is kind of a different version of that, but do you remember the whole Mike Vick shenanigans um, and the coach at that time? Uh, was it Bobby Shitface Petrino? Oh, yeah. God, it was. Fuck Bobby Petrino. Yeah. I, I always forget about his tenure in quotes on the Falcons and how what was it he told uh, of course I can remember Bobby fuckface Petrino's <laughs> name but I can't remember the owner who's still the owner Arthur of the Blank Blank yeah Arthur Blank thank you he like shakes the guy's hand and says you have a coach and literally three hours later he's singing the Arkansas theme song at the press conference um, good and then a couple years later has his motorcycle accident with his mistress. Oh my god. And now coaches at another university? Yeah. Yep. But God but God forbid yep. oh God forbid god. players get to transfer if they don't like their coach or if they're not getting playing time. That would uh, that would just that would just ruin everything. I, I love college. That sort of stuff breaks I, my heart. Right? Right? I that's the I that's what I don't think or maybe they do get it and they just want to convince people who aren't college football fans that college football fans think this way. College football pa- fans want co- college football players to succeed and excel and be able to fucking pay for food. I don't think I don't mm-hmm. think many if any of the college football fans that I have talked to ever have have been like, "Yes, if you pay the players, they won't be playing for their team anymore. They'll be playing for the money because at some level it's always been both. When you're playing in college, yeah. you might not be playing for money, but you are playing for the promise of money, right? You're playing yeah. ideally to get to the NFL. And I don't think there's – I. that's something that I don't think 
people kind of realize when they talk about the whole pay paying players thing it's the difference between getting paid now and a uh, like a nebulous maybe you make it to the nfl and get paid later it's well you know how much in gifts they get if they make it to a bowl game well right and that like it just sucks it, it just the one thing i think is terrible is i college football players deserve to get paid because it's basically a job for them the way they have to commit to it if they really want to excel in college football you have to basically devote so much time to it while while you're but, while you're also at least pretending to go to classes and even yeah that, I'm, I'm serious when i say that even that takes time and the, effort. the biggest thing i i really kind of hate is that they can't even sort of market themselves at all when they're in college oh, if no. the college says we can't pay you because you're student athletes because of these arbitrary rules i don't uh, agree with that but i can understand an argument a little bit better than oh we're still gonna sell like your jersey in the store and you're not gonna see a cent of that they deserve to be able to like sell memorabilia of themselves like johnny manzel should be able to sign a football todd yeah and todd Gurley should be able to, to sign because they're there for too. them yes you know yes it, that's the thing is is you go to so, you go to these you go to any college website and you can buy jerseys they don't have the name on the back but damned if they don't have the number and everyone knows who it is everyone knows who it is you can you can go if you go to the actual so at Northwestern what you can do is you can go to the campus there's a uh, campus store called Let's Tailgate and they're the official place that if you are on campus, that's where you buy official jerseys. Um, the the Northwestern Athletic Store like supplies them. And what they do for you is you buy a jersey and you can customize it with a number and a name. You can customize it with a number and a name. They don't come oh with gosh. the number and name on it. But if for if for for some reason you you happen to want the number five and the name Mark, you know, after possibly uh, all American running back Venrick Mark, you could, you could do that. Fucking, he wouldn't see a dime and they can use the players in video games. Well, they can't that, anymore. They can't anymore because uh, what's his face won the, uh, the lawsuit against the NCAA. Right. Thank, and and, and the you. NCAA rat would rather take their ball and go home than literally Just, like, let it happen just let it happen and give people royalties that's the thing is ea sports wants to make another ncaa game the the players miss being in these games because they liked playing as themselves mm -hmm. the only people that are standing in the way of this is go fucking figure the ncaa i so so we're going to talk about college versus NFL, and... We're getting into why they're both terrible. I'm wondering, yeah, I'm see, I'm wondering <laughs> if we don't pivot and go, and go, who's more evil? I, that's a really good question, because I think, simply because of the way they treat players, I've always kind of seen the NCAA as a little bit more evil, because I think they're doing a lot of the same things the NFL is doing that's evil, like hiding, sweeping concussions under the rug, and all the stuff with domestic violence. They're doing all the same things the NFL is doing that's scummy, but they're also not supporting the players. They're Yeah, they're exploiting kids. When I actually went, when I went to college, I actually had the opportunity to... I mean, I probably wouldn't start anytime soon, if at all, but I had the chance to walk on Georgia Tech's football team. Mm. But it was it had it came down to a choice: do I major in computer science or play for play football? It was one or the other. I mean, there was no way that both of those were going to happen. Um, and in that sense, it is also kind of a job because it's like I can't, I can't, I don't have the bandwidth to do both of these things because it essentially takes up all of my time. This is this is why I'm here. This is what I'm doing for the university. Shouldn't That's what always I get paid for that. Bugged me about it because they their argument is always well they're pay, they're giving like this free education, but they're not really getting the education that the rest of the students are getting because they have to commit so much time to football, right? So they can make money for the school and get none of it. Even if they do get although crap, what's 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 the name of that guy? What's the name of that uh, the NFL player who 
Didn't he just finish a PhD or was it just a master's? Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a player on the Ravens who's really God. Who's, I can't I think remember has his a name. PhD. I can't remember his name because he's like middle of the road. Good. No, I'm pretty sure he's a lineman. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I, I but I read his thesis and it's like my area of research and I kind of want to reach out to him and be like, hey, you want to collaborate? <laughs> Also, how did you manage to balance? Yeah, how, these it's things? John Urschel. Every once John in a while, Urschel. you see a player who's genuinely that smart. At, like I think Andrew Luck somehow managed to get a pretty solid degree. He, he got like an architecture degree at Stanford, Stanford for like five years. Like got that. That's a lot of effort. And you also have Richard Sherman who went to Stanford, but he got like a communications degree, and he has gone on record about how freaking difficult it was to be the football guy and go to class and handle all that right. stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's, it's such an exception that you see that happen. And I, ref- I mean, okay, so it could just be because super smart people don't go play football, but that can't possibly be it. Well, I think there's I a think spectrum, it, I, I, you know? There, there, sure, there are very smart but it, but, and not so smart people in, in every position. And I think that it's not... I think it's hard to look at it as like a oh you know look at look at John Urschel look at what he did right or like look at Andrew Luck look yeah. at what he did because those are just so extraordinary they're the exceptions such extraordinary so cases few and far between right right yeah. because like sure you can do something that's almost impossible that's what almost impossible means is that technically it's possible <laughs> but you fucking think Andrew Luck had friends in college yeah I, like I'm serious and it's sad. You can't go to any. To be parties. fair, Andrew Luck looks a... like a guy who would probably smell funny. That's that's true. There might have been mitigating circumstances there. <laughs> he but... probably had live cultures in his beard that maybe some other fellow biology <laughs> students were studying at times. <laughs> I'm just saying, think about your college experience. Whether it was you know you, you went out and partied like four nights out of the week, whether you were in any kind of club. Whether you were in, you had any any sort of uh, like you you took extracurricular art classes, you were in plays, you were in a band, uh, you mm-hmm. you you had a girlfriend that you saw more than once a week. <laughs> I struggled to find time for tw- I think it's twice a week. Flag yeah, flag. right. I'm, I'm just saying, like like think about all those yeah. things that 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 were essential parts of of your college experience that you would that one would think are a part of anyone's college you could even extend that to like going to football games right mm-hmm. football players sure go to football games but they can't they can't go to other sports games and when they do it's because they show up as a team because they need to be there because it's like yeah, it's it's March Madness. You know, we're gonna get the football team to to show up and be on TV. Like self promotion. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> what I feel bad for is all these these kids who get into college and maybe they have a chance, but they get injured oh, and God. they lose basically yep. everything. They lose their scholarship. and because they've been they've they, they've spent maybe three years dedicating themselves to the sport. And then they get a, like a career-ending injury, or just an injury that's enough to make the NFL not even look at them. Or their and college. They basically too. come away with, with uh, from college with nothing. Yep. And medical bills. Yeah. It's that the school doesn't cover because they're not. Let them earn some money. Let, yeah. let them cover themselves. Like, yeah, some of them are gonna go out and party and be dumb, but you know, that, that's college. When that's not even being like you're supposed to be dumb in college. Yeah, right. that, it's like the four years where it's it's you your buffer zone. Anybody. It's your safety. Right, right. As long yeah. as you don't hurt anybody. That's that's another thing yeah. about college is in college, college is a very good way to to learn from friends and peers how to have a good dumb time where the only person you're hurting is yourself. Right. Yeah. That is yeah. that is one of the most important skills I have learned in college. Uh, and it's, it's great, right? It's, it's great to know that to, to be, to have that kind of control. Yeah. I learned after about 40 hours awake, weird things start yep. happening. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I learned that if you play, a, a like hide and seek in like it very late at night in certain areas and, and you find yourself at a school randomly, like the police will look at you weird. <laughs> True story. That actually happened as 
we were playing a very big game of hide and seek that included cars. It was called, um, oh my god, what was it called? Ray, what was what was that hide and seek game we played called? The one where we, the one where the cops stopped us outside the school. Dave, this podcast is amazing. Yeah, really good podcast. What? With... No, the the fucking. We were with Ned and Hostage. It was called Hostage. That doesn't make it any better. It's kind of hide and seek. No. It's we were playing Hostage outside the school. What's the big deal, officer? I swear these guns aren't real. <laughs> Ray's making fun of me because Hostage isn't really a. a form of hide and seek it's just kind of the easiest way to explain it the way it works is you get into other people's cars there 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 are a certain amount of teams and a certain amount of cars and those those are equal and one person from each team goes into another team's car and gets dropped off somewhere in a radius that you decide right you it's usually like you drive for five minutes yeah and then you have to drop someone I off. I think fraternities have been kicked off campus for doing similar. Yeah, probably. That, that seems bad. Well, you have your phone. You have your phone on you. You just can't have maps. So the idea is you mm. get your team to come pick you up. Uh, it's a very... It's a, it's a really fun game. It's a really fun game. And as long as you adhere to the rules of the road, technically not illegal. Um... And hopefully you don't drop your friends off at the bad part of town. Well, right. I mean, ideally you have at least someone who's aware of the the lay of the land, right? But or, or but here's the thing: is sometimes. Hey, Jim, you want to be the hostage? We're just gonna drop you off here in Crack Alley. Yeah. No big deal. See ya. Here's the thing: is sometimes you start wandering, uh, and you find yourself with your teammates at a at a school at 11 p.m. at night. And you're 22 years old. And, um, you know, that's the kind of thing that I wouldn't recommend anyone do ever. If you, if you, if you play this game that is a lot of fun, uh, don't, don't, don't do it near, near a place where people will think you're hanging around to school after hours. Well, that was a very convincing discouragement. I, well... I mean, just, I have no desire to play hostage. It's a lot of. I'm. I'm serious. It's a lot of fun. It is a very fun game because because you you kind of make your own way around a part of town that you're not familiar with, and you feel really good when you're like, okay, no, I'm I'm at the corner of like, you call you call your team's navigator and you're like, we're at the corner of Lake and like Briar and and your navigator's like, oh, I just passed Briar like two blocks ago i'm i'm like south of there and then you like look at the look at the moon and the stars and try and figure out like what your cardinal directions are and you have train tracks and you try and figure out things from that it's that's that's like turning that moment where you're uh trying to find out where all your friends are at the bar and you're in the wrong section of town you're trying to navigate into a game yeah and that's stupid exactly (laughs) Well, I, I was going to say, because that, that's the tagline for, like, Pokemon yep. Go, is to be able to explore the city and places that you hadn't been before. But from a few years of playing its predecessor, Ingress, I've learned that really all it does is teach you to stare at your phone while you're While walking you're walking around places. the same area over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, swear so. there's a Pikachu here. Yep. I just got to get it. It's a, it's a nest. I'm going to spend three hours here and just walk around. What a fucking missed I opportunity. I captured this portal. I need to walk across town and capture this portal and link them up and make a field. Yep. Oh, crap. Someone's attacking the first portal. And just back and <laughs> good. 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 So that was my story about being dumb in college. And I think that I think that college football athletes should, if they don't have the ability to be dumb in college, you should pay them to make up for it. Well, maybe is that is that then why we there are so many high profile stories of NFL players who are basically doing things you would expect college. Probably. They didn't really have a childhood, did they? And now all of a sudden they have, you know, millions of dollars to throw around. Well, yeah, they and have then, no concept of what they have. They they don't know how to save it. They don't. They haven't been trained to save it because because they haven't had time. Bad. 
Yeah, just rough. It it it, it really is, and that's that's a kind of thing where like if 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 you're exposed to because right now the way it works is a college prospect gets drafted into the NFL and suddenly sees millions upon millions of dollars if they're a high pick, right? It's more money than they've ever seen in their life. And it like it, it's it's so far beyond the pale that it's like fucking I can I can get whatever I want and they kind of can. But at the same time, the only other job they probably had is something very part time, you know, and like either in college or somehow or either in high school or somehow in college um, or well, maybe not somehow in college, like probably off season, you can you can hold the job. But it, like if if players get paid for that, being in the NFL and getting drafted is not going to be their first taste of like real money you know real money that you can use to support yourself and like buy groceries so i think that also would help and that's that's a way to not have to do all these like financial planning classes that that the nfl likes to do to their players they're like oh no we're helping the system isn't broken we're helping we're helping they're not going to forget all this after three seasons because of concussions no but, you know no this 90 minute this 90 minute seminar is going to fix everything well we were we were going to do this podcast about like fun differences between the nfl and the ncaa <laughs> yeah, i was going to say how'd that work out for us huh we've come to the we've come to the conclusion that um they're all just bad. Should I link us to the... Everything is just depressing and terrible, and this life is soul-crushing, and eventually we die. Well, hey, no, 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 hold on, we're... we're... No, I, no, I, I realize what the problem is. The problem is it's the... No, off-season. we're coming, we're coming to the end of the podcast, right? We're, we're, we're close. So, I'm gonna try and do my best to have us end on a high note. Give me one second, I'm just gonna... S-H-A-N-N-O-N... T-H-E- oh God! H-E-D-G-E-H-O-G-DeviantArt.com. Just loading this. God oh damn it. my! Oh 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 oh, buddy! Oh, there's some good stuff here. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't been here before, or if yeah, if you don't know what I'm doing right now, uh. You're, you're missing out, uh, and if the readers don't know, they're missing out as well because yes, the readers of the podcast, re- the, yeah, our, our famous podcast <laughs> readers. We have a this is an audio book. We write this <laughs> every time. Find us on Amazon. Um, here we go. Uh, open chat. There are a couple that I'm gonna pop in. It's it's our it's it's one of my favorite games, and it's you um, you. Go to deviantart.find find no. and you, and you Google, Shannon the Hedgehog. Google your name, or and you search your name, the Hedgehog. Now the idea, the idea is that. Oh my fucking <laughs> god! Oh my no 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 no! Uh, guys, I'm so I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. But yeah, uh, listen. I'm going to send you guys something and I'm doing this because I saw it first and now I have to share it with someone. Sorry. Is this a cannot unsee? It's very much a cannot kind of unsee. Oh, God. <laughs> what I... Oh, God. I hate you, DeviantArt. I, seriously. What, I, what I've just sent them, we've, we've found a couple of Shannon the Hedgehogs. A couple of them are, are like some of them are just line drawings of someone like just trying to draw a hedgehog and this one like this one's fine i'll give you a little palate cleanser after that um and i'm trying to i'm trying to find one with like stat sheets usually a lot of these have likes and dislikes and and those are always very fun but there's a lot of shannon the hedgehogs that are vor art of shannon the hedgehog eating eating someone else and having them in in or her tummy it's not very it's good weird. Uh, and I, listen listen well, here's weird. here's the thing here's the thing i thought you said you're gonna end this on a high note i didn't mean Damn. to i didn't mean to it's not my fault okay 
You know, I, I think I need to end this podcast on a high note. And by a high note, I mean Smoke. things that are better at football okay. than Brock Osweiler, that's, who is that's high fair. because he's tall. It's a tall joke. I got it. Hey, there you go. Got him. So we're going to make this a... We're going to make this a recurring segment of things that are better at football than Brock Osweiler. And we just have five. I'm going to run through them pretty quickly here to end this. Um, number one, this is a something that somebody told me after last week's podcast, and that is lung cancer. Oh, lung cancer Jesus. is better at football than Brock Osweiler. And if you think about it, you think lung cancer w- wouldn't be very good at football, you know? But lung cancer, it comes from smoking. Uh, who smokes? Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler is pretty good at football. He's much better, <laughs> better than, than Brock, Brock Osweiler. Osweiler Boom. Least, yeah. Got him. Uh, number two, Bizarro Brock Osweiler. Well, obviously he's the greatest of all time. I was going to say, probably the best quarterback we'll ever see. Uh, number three, uh, that bike you had when you were 10 that your parents bought you, but you didn't like to ride because it was kind of ugly. Oh, sure. That bike is better at football than Brock Osweiler. They didn't get you the mongoose you wanted. They got you a huffy. And it had like a weird kickstand on it and it wasn't cool. It didn't have the pegs that where you could ride on it like the cool like trickster people Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. but it was still better at football than brock osweiler number four is paul dano from there will be blood post having his milkshake drunk (laughs) oh good that one's good yeah so not not pre-milkshake drunk yeah this is after his milkshake has already been drunk after he has been bludgeoned to death with a bowling pin Mm -hmm. this is that he is better at football than brock osweiler and lastly, I think truly the best pick on this list is Amelia Earhart. Her last big pass may have fallen incomplete, but she's still a better deep th- deep <laughs> than Brock Osweiler. Sure, sure. Oof. She's, she's gone... Some would say she might have gone too deep and it cost her her <laughs> life, but, well, it, it happens. I bet Shannon the Hedgehog is a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one that's also a a backhanded uh, praise of Georgia Tech. All right. So, and it's a bit of college football trivia. Um. So I don't know if you all know, but there is in fact a record for the most lopsided college football game in history. It was in 1916, and it featured Georgia Tech versus the Cumberland Bulldogs. Okay. Do you want to take a wild guess as to what the final score well, was? I mean, we I've seen some blowouts. I, it's got to be over like Georgia Tech must have scored over 100. Yeah. I yeah. I I, I want to say it's, it's like 122 to like 3, but that's well, a little bit too much. To give you an idea, you're you're a little over halfway there. Are you fucking kidding me? 222 to What? Nothing. I thought I, I thought. See, I, I didn't the Cumberland Bulldogs of nineteen sixteen are better at football than Brock. How Osweiler. is that, Sam? Possible? If you haven't seen this, if you haven't seen this, uh, John Boyce from SBNation.com did a a long video on this game, and it is absolutely worth a watch because he details how this happened. Well, so I was. It's funny. I was about <laughs> to bring him up. Because in a Breaking Madden episode, he attempted to score, like, the most points possible he could. And I don't think he... I don't think he broke 200. No, he did an episode on this. If you uh, look it up, it's his... John it's, Boyce from yeah, SBNation.com. Pretty good, it's, it's right? One of, it, his show, it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. It's, it's, it's like, really good. the most lopsided happen. score ever. I don't... I don't remember exactly what it was called, but please look it up. It's it's like a ten minute video detailing this game. It is phenomenal. I, I have because not it's seen so that absurd. Yeah. That just the way what, they talk about how some of these scores happened. What may have helped is John Heisman was the Georgia Tech football coach at the time. I don't who. Oh yeah, I, you know just a random okay. guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> I think it's like Heisman. Heisman. He- yeah, Heisman. Heisman. Yeah, something like that. Oh, is it really? Oh crap. <laughs> well, I, I I'll just show myself out now. <laughs> so that wraps up this week of intentional sounding. Shannon, if we if you want us all us degenerates to follow you on the internet or whatever, how can we do so? Oh god, an unbelievably nerdy Twitter handle: Spectral Filter. S P E C T R A L. 
filter. I'm on a lot of other things too, but they're pretty nerdy. So like GitHub and ResearchGate and Google Scholar. Need, need, need them code, need that open source code. Yeah. Oh, um, I guess my personal website, uh, magsol.github.io. That's M-A-G-S-O-L. It's a super obscure Star Wars reference <laughs> that has actually, it's actually been uncanonized or decanonized by the new movies. So oh, sure. it was an extended universe uh-huh. reference. It was indeed an extended universe reference. Sam, like you that. are the Bulbasaur of this podcast, fair. starters. Fair. So, how can we follow fair. you? Uh, you can find me at uh, samgrezes.com on Yardbarker, on Thrillist, on Eater, um, and on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Uh, I do want to say to both of you, I'm very sorry for sending you Vor Art and to our listeners. Hey, listen, if that's your thing, like, seriously, that's fine. Just don't, like, I, I was apologizing them because I sent that to them knowing that it wasn't their thing. Uh, listen, if, if it makes you happy and and it doesn't hurt anyone, that that's fine. Even and especially if it's... Wholeheartedly second Yeah, that. seriously, even and especially if it's Hedgehog's name, Shannon, Bitter Eating People. So, Dave? As long as you're paying your players and you run a college. There you go. You can draw all the four art you want as long as you pay your for real, players. For real, for real. Again, as long as you're not hurting anyone. I am Dropplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave, on Facebook at the Dropplay Comic, on Patreon, and of course on thedropplay.com. Thank you. We'll see you next week, and hopefully things will be a little bit more positive. <laughs> They'll probably be just as weird, though, so hopefully. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not making any promises it'll be less weird. Good. Just more positive weird. Yeah, yeah. That's a goals. Goals for next time. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Bye.